Jack box. More like Jack Lucas Caffrey box. Hello there and welcome to the game show. Once again, I'm Jack Lucas Caffrey and usually who joins me is James Goulding and Jack Gibney. Now, you might be wondering why the hell are they not here? Well, James hasn't been able to do an episode for a while because he had a lot of work to do and then he has something called school to do. I don't know what that is. I haven't a clue. Anyway, he has something called school to do. And uh, so he decided, all right, let's do an episode with James, Jack, and I in November instead. And we'll also get our fourth presenter that I promised to have on the June episode. We're also going to get him on on the November episode as well. But I decided for September to try out a couple of new guests on. I've got some great guys on the on the show today, and uh, the first one being a man that goes by the name of Angry Birdman 3 on the internet, and he is what I'd like to call the master of inside jokes, including but not limited to Murray's crappy game collection, Welcome to Oven Street, and he drove the car down a cliff. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Johnny onto the program. Hello, everybody. <laughs> And my next guest on the show is a guy that goes down on YouTube as Cosmic Tunes. He's an animator, and he is a Pac-Man maniac. I kid you not. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt onto the program. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here uh, however long this is going to last. And the final guest I have today is a man that goes down on the internet as Terror15. In fact, he has multiple other names than that. I'm pretty sure uh, the CIA find it very hard to track him. He also does a lot of music, and he's big into Puyo Puyo. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Terrence onto the program. Sup, bros? Well, uh, that's our three guests on the game show today. And uh, guys, look, how are y'all doing? Doing great. Doing awesome. Never been better. I got nothing to say. <laughs> Don't mind me. I have. It's not like I've been like driving down a car down a cliff or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we might as well start off with a bit of the latest gaming news. The latest one being the Nintendo Direct, which had so many goddamn things. I'm gonna start off with um, one of the major new gaming announcements. It's a new game, and when I saw the trailer, I genuinely thought it was a spin-off to Horizon Zero Dawn, the exclusive for the PlayStation 4. Well, thank God I was wrong, because it actually is the first open-world 3D Kirby game, which is coming out in 2022, called Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Lads, first impressions. I'm actually really looking forward to it. Yeah, it actually looks, it's actually looking really cool. That's why I call it, it's Super Kirby Odyssey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very Super Kirby Odyssey sort of like, you know, with the big city. I know it's sort of covered in nature and all that. And that's kind of why I thought it was Horizon Zero Dawn. But uh, it's covered in nature and there's a, a lot of these exotic environments and all that. But it does look really interesting and I am quite looking forward to that. Terrence, what do you think of this? I like it. Also, something else about the trailer for the new Kirby game. Uh, when I saw the beginning, like when it was like Kirby was in like the some sort of island. It looks like Kirby was in like Insanity Beach from Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> oh 
my god, actually, now that you say it, it actually does look like the place from Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never played Crash Bandicoot. Really good game. It's been forever since I played Crash, to be honest. God, that may- who knows, maybe Crash Bandicoot is the final boss. We'll have to find out in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Another game that was also announced was, uh, Bayonetta 3. Not really something I'm quite interested in, but I know there's a big fan base for that. Uh, seems quite interesting, but I probably won't be getting it anytime soon. There's also this Mario Kart clone called Chocobo GP. It's a Final Fantasy kart racer. It's actually a sequel to a PlayStation game, Chocobo Racing, and it's going to have a 64-player tournament mode. Guys, we laughed at it when we first saw it, but then we, when we found out about the 64-player tournament mode, we, we kind of became intrigued. Yeah, actually, it's really cool. I've never seen a kart racer game that have, like, this many players before. I forgot a lot about the direct. Yeah, so did I. Really? Yeah. Yeah! I still remember, like, most of the things that's in the direct, but there's some most of the games in there I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, like, there was a couple of them that I didn't really care for, like, the, uh, the amount of RPGs in that collection that I just did not care for. <laughs> yeah. uh, Monster Hunter, didn't care for, um... The Mario Party game didn't really pique my interest too much. Uh, I know that's a, a, a series people love. It piqued my interest. Oh, then Matt, talk yeah. to me all about Mario Party then. So, tell, tell us everything about the new one. <laughs> how, how should I do that? The only thing I've ever saw about it was the footage from the Direct. I think I could talk about because I've seen a lot of the trailers for it. Okay, sure. Alright, so basically the new Mario Party game is basically like... Pretty much, like, it brings back some of the classic aspects from, like, the classic Nintendo 64 games. Like, about, around Mario Party, probably around Mario Party 2. And then they just have all the boards from that game into the new, uh, new Mario Party game. Which I think that's actually quite neat. And it has, like, a, gives me, definitely gives me a lot of, uh, Super Mario Party vibes. Interesting. And, uh, is, do you think it's something that it could be worth picking up, guys? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Basically, the new Mario Party game is basically the top 100, but it's so much better. So, so much better. Let's hope that is the case. Yeah, I mean, that's what the top 100 should have done in the start. Yeah, like, I remember when I heard about the top 100, everyone going, Yeah, let's go, guys! It has all the classics! And then they played, and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a big disappointment. There was also one major announcement which has divided the community by a lot, and I'm on the side where I think it's a horrific decision. But there's going to be a Mario movie made by Illumination, and it's going to be releasing on the holidays of 2022. The trouble is, Charles Martinet, the voice actor of Super Mario, although he's going to be in the movie, is not playing Super Mario. Instead, the whole cast of Mario has been replaced by A-list actors, which include Chris Pratt voicing Mario, <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy voicing Peach, Charlie Day doing Luigi, and Jack Black as Bowser. <laughs> that was the one I laughed at the most. <laughs> yeah. I kid you not, the last time I laughed that hard at something like Jack Black playing as Bowser was back in February. I kid you not. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, seriously, what the hell do you think about this? I don't, I don't know what to think about it. 
Except for, except for Jack Black as Bowser. That's hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jack Black as Bowser, expect it to be good then. I mean, name one time that Jack Black let us down. Shark Tale. Oh, you're right. As for myself, I genuinely think this, I, I'm quite disappointed over this. You know, I feel it's kind of very disrespectful that Charles, the voice of Mario, for, let's, let's be real here, 25 years he's been doing it. In fact, he did, like, sort of convention work as Mario for 30 years, and he's not going to be doing Mario. I just, I just find it a big, a big slap in the face. It, 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 it's just a little disrespectful. I, I just wish they didn't have to rely all the time on these big-name celebrities and just let these, you know, class actors like Charles, Sam, and Kenny just do their job and just give us a great movie. But I, I will be looking at it, see, seeing what it is. I don't know whether I'll go, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just go just to see Jack Black as Bowser and Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. That seems a little interesting, but... Stupid yeah. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so weird to see that uh Charles Martinet is not voicing Mario and Luigi. Well, but I'm only gonna I'm only gonna let Super Show and all the uh, older cartoons slide because that was before Charles Martinet before he voiced Mario. So to me, it's a kind of a disappointment. I, I agree. I yeah. agree with Mass completely. Completely. Actually, yeah, that that is a disappointment. True. But uh, if he were to die, that'd be a different story. Yeah. Yeah, I would understand it with that. I would completely understand if it was if it was that, you know. But like, you have to respect the actors. And the the, the sad thing is, is that as an actor myself, and knowing various other actors and getting to know other actors in the business, for example, Eric Kelso, who's a guy I've gotten to know over the the business, we all know that. Unfortunately, the beast is, is that actors are so easily replaceable, which is kind of upsetting to see that, you know, such these great actors just get pushed to the side. Same with even with Sonic the Hedgehog. We see it all the time in Sonic the Hedgehog. There's been like multiple voices for Sonic and for sometimes no good reason why they change it. And it just, you know, it, it you know, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think... The Mario movie is going to be amazing, if I'm going to be honest with you guys. Yeah. Especially with such a company like Illumination making it. You know, there's very few Illumination movies that I found quite amazing. Despicable Me 1, okay, pretty good. Despicable Me 2, don't remember too much about it. Seeing I hated. The rest of them are forgot about. Hop was horrific. And, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. It just, there's too many red flags for this. The only good Illumination movies I've seen was the first Despicable Me and uh, The Secret Life of Pets and The Secret Life of Pets 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember The Secret Life of Pets uh, somewhat. It was, it was interesting, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's that. A Mario movie coming out. Um, you might look forward to it, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't wait for Dwayne The Rock Johnson to play Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I was voicing Mario, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> same, yeah. same with me. Like, if there ever was a Pac-Man movie and I was assigned the role of Pac-Man, I would be disappointed. Because, <laughs> because Pac-Man's Pac-Man World 3 voice, Martin T. Sherman, is the best Pac-Man voice in my opinion.
But yeah, that's the Mario movie. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else in the Nintendo Direct that piques your interest, guys? Well, uh, I've been wanting to talk about Arcade Archives Pac-Man and, uh, and how I think it's kind of redundant. I actually think the same thing. I think it's a little, uh, yeah, I've, uh, it's, a, it's another Pac-Man. I've, I've gotten it everywhere else. So <laughs> what about you? Yeah, like, uh, Namco Museum on the Switch already exists. So I have the arcade version of Pac-Man as a standalone game. It just seems redundant. Yeah, I would agree. Xevious, I understand though, because well, it's not it's not on the Namco Museum ver. I mean, it's not on the Nintendo Switch version of Namco Museum. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Mass. You know, I, I feel they could have at least you know tried to, you know, like Super Pac-Man, you know. Even Miss Pac-Man, if they were able to get the rights sorted, for anyone that doesn't know, the Miss Pac-Man rights are sort of in a stingy sort of place at the moment. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. And I have Pac-Man everywhere else, as I'm pretty sure you do too, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you'd like to add on that? Not really. Is there a particular game you'd rather have went on the Arcade Archives? New Rally X. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot, actually. That wouldn't be bad at all. Yeah. And, yeah, anything else this, um, you guys look forward to uh, in the uh, Nintendo Direct? I have one thing. N64 games and Sega Genesis games coming to the Switch online service. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to speak of the Genesis thing. Yes, yes, so there, there's multiple games being added to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, as they call it. They don't even spell it right. <laughs> they should have spelled it as P-A-K instead of P-A-C-K, but oh well. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's an inside joke for Nintendo people. And speaking of the Genesis, uh, I don't think the library they chose for the online thing is very good. Like, uh... Sonic 2? Sonic 2 is there, so where's Sonic 1? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And besides, we're, we're getting Sonic Origins soon, which has, like, all the remastered versions of the game, which, in my opinion, is better than relying on emulation, so why even bother? I, I, I'm gonna say this right now. Uh, if the Genesis thing does not have Rystar as advertised, I'm gonna be genuinely disappointed. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you, because, yeah... Um, my honest opinion about the, uh, the Mega Drive, as it's called over here in Europe, and the uh, N64 games going, is that, except for, like, Ocarina of Time and F-Zero X and stuff like that, because I absolutely love F-Zero X, I'm not very impressed, you know, especially after I paid 60 quid to get Mario 64, and now I have to subscribe for it and all that, it's just... I'm not really a big fan of that. Uh, as well as that, I believe there's actually going to be an additional paywall for this. So if you're paying 20 quid, you're going to have to pay. I don't know how much extra just yet, but I'd imagine it'd be a fiver or a tenner. Ah, uh, Disgusting! I might have the perfect line for that, for Nintendo. What's that? It's basically Nintendo right here. We've got to have money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and there's also going to be um, Mega Drive and N64 controllers, wireless controllers, that can work on the Switch as well. Uh, personally, I don't know why they're making a Mega Drive one, because the Sega shop actually sells a Mega Drive controller that not only works on Switch, but also works on PlayStation 3 and PC. 
and original Mega Drives. So, there you go. I don't know why they're making another Mega Drive controller, but so be it. <laughs> uh, anything else you have to say about that, guys? Uh, yeah, I just hope there's going to be uh, more uh, other games going to be coming in the... I know there's also other additional games that's coming to the uh, N64, which I think one of the coolest ones they mentioned was uh, uh, Banjo-Kazooie. So if they're going to be adding Banjo-Kazooie, there's a chance they could add Diddy Kong Racing to it. That would be super awesome. I would really love to yeah. see that. Yeah, that would be really cool. And I hope they add the original Super Smash Brothers as well. That would be pretty Same. cool too. Yeah. I was about to bring that up sooner or later. <laughs> well, there you go. And yeah, that's pretty much the um, Nintendo Direct. There was not really much else other than like Metroid Dread. That's going to be coming out in October. I still believe, as I said in the E3 special, that that's only coming out because Metroid Prime 4 is in development hell. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's about it for the Nintendo Direct. Um, and, uh, yeah, quite interesting one. Uh, definitely better than the last one I found. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree. Now, I believe there's something that Johnny, Matt, and Terrence are quite looking forward to, and that is Jackbox Party Pack 8. Now, guys... Who could explain to me what Jackbox is all about and what this new game is going to be bringing to the table? Oh, I'm a, I might as well explain a little bit. So basically, the Jackbox Party Packs are basically like a collection of different party games you can play with your friends or family. It's actually really fun to play. And it comes with, uh, and each party pack includes five different games you can play. And there's a new party pack uh, coming out uh, this October. Okay, tell me all about us. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, because I did play some Jackbox before with you guys, and it was quite fun, not gonna lie. Alright, so the new five games that's gonna be coming to the Party Pack 8 are gonna be Drawful Animate, Job Job, Weapons Drawn, The Pole Mine, and The Wheel of Enormous Proportions. I guess I'll explain what, what all the games are pretty much gonna be. Um, I'll start off with Drawful Animate. Uh, Pretty much, Drawful Animate is basically, uh, basically Drawful. Like, a Drawful is basically a game where you have to, it gives you, like, the game gives you, like, a little prompt, and you have to draw what it really says, and then, and when it's your turn to show the drawing, other people have to type in what they think the drawing is, and then all the answers will go up and see which one, and that everyone has to pick which one's the right answer. So it's basically like a drawing, like, guessing type game. Ah, so it's like Pictionary. Pretty much. And, but the Drawful Animate's basically like, like an, like an animate, animated version where you can actually do draw two frames of uh, the picture that it gives you. It's pretty cool. And for the other games, uh, Job Job is basically like a job interview game where you basically have to uh, take other people's words and make your own sentences in different, in various, like, humorous ways. And then you choose, and you choose which one you like the best. It's kind of like Quiplash and uh, Survive the Internet at sometimes. Like I think it's a lot like those two games. And then you pretty much just choose which one you think is the funniest and which one is like better, and see who wins from there. Uh, the Wheel of Enormous Proportions is a trivia game that involves a giant wheel, kind of like Wheel of Fortune in some ways, which I. I don't really know that much about it, but it's basically like a trivia wheel game, which I think that's pretty cool. And, uh, Weapons Drawn. It's basically like a game where you can, uh, where you have to draw, like, some clues, and then you have to also, like, 
pretty much there's gonna be different murders, and you have to, you could either draw them for like hitting clues, or you can actually you can also uh commit the murders by doing like your own like weapons, like secret clue of a weapon. We pretty much draw like there's gonna be a letter in the picture, and you have to draw over it so people can't really tell if it's like a letter or not, which I think is interesting in my opinion. But I don't know. And there's one more game I'll mention that which is the uh. A game called the Pole Mine, which is basically like a survey type game where you choose like which one. It's basically like a survey game. I'm not really know that much about it though. That's like one of the games I'm pro pr probably not really interested in the new party pack. Well, actually, that sounds quite interesting. Those games and they they all seem to be super innovative. Those uh, Jackbox games. Terence, Matt, what do you think about us? I'm really hyped for it. Ditto. What ones, guys, are you actually all looking forward to? The ones I'm looking forward to are, uh, Drawful Animate, uh, Job Job, and, uh, The Wheel of Enormous Proportions. The ones I'm looking forward to are, uh, Job Job and Drawful Animate. I'm looking forward to the entire thing. Ooh, interesting. I, well, I actually don't mind that. That's cool. Yeah, well, I'll look forward to playing it anyways. I probably will be playing it with you guys sometime soon anyways. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out Jackbox, guys, because I know it's not really popular over in Ireland, please play Jackbox. It is really good. Jackbox Party Pack 8 is coming out very soon. When's it coming out, guys? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's coming out on, uh, October 14th, I believe. Okay, October 14th. You gotta go get the game. It... Seems pretty cool, and the previous ones have been really good as well, so I think you'll like this one. I believe there's also some content for Fall Guys coming out, brand new content. Uh, guys, um, do you want to explain all about it? Sure, I mean, there's pretty much, I uh, heard that Fall Guys is going to be, um, pretty much going to be adding, like, some new levels for, uh, Season, season 5. So, like, additional levels, kind of like Season 4 did. Pretty sure there's also additional skins coming to uh, Fall Guys as well. I'm not, I don't know if I could actually say it, but there's more additional skins coming that you can, uh, you can pretty much just do challenges and you can get all the unlockables for that the skin includes and also some emotes and uh, skin packs and all that, which I think that's quite neat. I looked on Twitter and the only hint they given was a banana. <laughs> I never saw that, but that that's that's quite funny actually. <laughs> that is mad. <laughs> And, uh, what do you guys think of the new update? Do you think it's any good or whatnot? Can't really say, because it's not really, uh, they haven't really revealed anything about it yet, but interesting to see it, that's, that there's going to be new levels coming. I'm quite intrigued. What about you You two? What, what do you think? Interesting. I don't got much to say, but I think it's pretty cool. To be honest, though, I'm still waiting on the release of that yokai costume. Oh, a yokai costume. Tell me all about that. Uh, well, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I thought of a way to explain it, but I don't know if you guys would know what I'm talking about. Try your best. Try, try it out. Try it out. I'm just gonna say it anyway, uh, even if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, in Fall Guys, the yokai costume is practically Rem from ReZero. And, uh, why are you looking hmm. forward to that costume? Uh, well, because Rem's my waifu. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's a thing that's never been said on Dublin South FM, or I don't think radio in Ireland at all, but <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
Well, now you know. I'm a, I'm a total weeb. Oh, that's another phrase that's never been said on Irish radio either. (laughs) 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 Terence is making history in Irish broadcasting. He's up there with Gay Byrne, Pat Kenny, and Shay Healy and all those lads. Well done, Terence. Oh, man. Right, so guys, have you played Sonic Colors Ultimate? No. No. I still have not. But I desperately want to. Well, usually when it comes to Sonic things and people say no, I usually go, oh my god, you should, yeah, you should go get it, you know, try it out, see if you like it. In this case, good. I did not have a very pleasant experience with Sonic Colors Ultimate, and that's coming from someone who loved the original game. It was the first Sonic game I ever played. It's also coming from someone who's beaten Ultimate three times. Now, there is a couple of good things I I will have to say. There's a couple of great things in it. Uh, For example, in the Switch version, the GameCube controller is fully supported which is the original controller from the Wii. So all you need to do is just change the button mapping on the uh, button mapping on the Sonic Colors Ultimate. There's a button mapping options menu where you can do that. And then you can play with the GameCube controller. And it runs it runs the game just as well with the GameCube controller. No complaints there. I really like playing the game with the GameCube controller. Poggers! That sounds pretty cool. No one's actually really covered it, but I have there. <laughs> And the music is a little hit and miss, in my opinion. Like, there's some which I quite think suits the levels more. Like, the June Sonoe remixes. Oh my god, that man is setting a new standard for himself each song he ever makes. Seriously, he's, his music in there is really good. Uh, Otani and Takoi, on the other hand, it's a little... It depends on the area like some of it is works really well for the level and then some of it sort of works better for a rave so it's sort of um a little hit and miss with with those guys which is unfortunate because they're great composers and remixes and all that but other than those it's all downhill from here uh the graphics in my opinion look better and worse at the same time so like for example the sky in like planet wisp might look beautiful and everything but the grass may look like this mucky 240p image and it's kind of disgusting and then you'll see things like maybe starlight carnival is too blown out or tropical resources too dark in random places. A lot of weird inconsistencies. And the bloom is also sometimes glaringly bright at times where it actually sort of gives you a bit of a headache. Uh, there's also pop-in as well on the Switch version I found, so like, uh, which wasn't in the Wii version, which by the way is a much underpowered console than the Switch, so this shouldn't be happening. Frame rate dips all the time in certain places, and also when it wasn't patched, there was a glitch where if you accessed too many maps at one time, and then entered a level, you would get basically flashing lights flickering across the screen that would be seizure-inducing. Now, I do want to speak about this because although it's patched and everything, I am very disappointed that this actually got into the game uh, as I tried it out. I decided, all right, it's it's in the game. I got it. Uh, let's see how the seizure glitch is. Let's see if it's actually real because some people thought it wasn't real. So I decided to check it out on my Switch uh, I got a massive hypnotic spiral on when I activated the new Jade Wisp. 
And I got a really bad headache from it. And then I got shortness of breath about five minutes later. And that continued for the entire day. And then I woke up the next day and um, I was still short of breath. I had an even worse headache and I couldn't go to school or do anything. And then within a week, I'd be having twitchiness in my eyes still from the little seizure glitch. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not impressed at all by us uh, one bit. Uh if you, if you want to get Sonic Colors, I recommend getting the Wii version and, it, and playing it on the Wii. And if you have a strong PC, then extract the game file of your Sonic Colors and play it on Dolphin and you'll get an even better experience. Uh, but yeah, I'm not really impressed. It should have never came out like this and I could go on even more and I probably will go on even more at an eventual date. I probably will make a YouTube video about it. Yikes. Well, uh... I... <laughs> I really don't like Ultimate, and I haven't even played it yet, nor have I even played the original. Matt, do you have any particular complaints that I may have missed out or similar ones to me about us, even though you haven't played it? Well, uh, Sonic has his Forces colors, apparently. Yeah, he does. It's very blown out at times. He looks like a glow stick in some levels. It, it, it just doesn't look right, and I believe as well his eyes don't move. But in the Wii version, his eyes do move, so it's like, it, it, there's just certain mm. flatness to him. Remaster. More like D-Master, am I right? <laughs> and this is the superior console, too. Yeah! Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have to agree by that. I actually do have, a uh, Sonic Colors on the Nintendo Wii, so I could probably just rip the ISO with, uh, on the Wii, and I could just play on a Dolphin emulator, and boom. Sonic Colors Ultimate for me. Exactly, and that's what I do. And, like, I know some people say, oh, I don't have a strong PC and all that. Well, nowadays, the new PCs... I have a brand new PC. I bought it for, like, it was around 300 quid or something, maybe a little more. But it runs Dolphin perfectly on full charge, and it runs it, the game perfectly. Like, that's exactly what you could do, Johnny. And you can even set the game to 60 frames per second, which the Switch version doesn't have. I mean, I, ha I, have, an, I have an Alienware gaming computer, so it should be no problem for me. Well, there you go. <laughs> but Terrence, I believe uh, you wanted to play the game as well. Uh, uh, what do you think now after all my words on it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as, as long as I'm not spoiled, I should be fine. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that game. Uh, the last thing I will say about it is that because the European version of Sonic Colors Ultimate actually got delayed and is being released on October 1st, which, if you're listening to the Friday Repeat, is today, I would actually like if someone would send me an email on my email, jackcaffrey100 at gmail.com. That's jackcaffrey100 at gmail.com. Please send me a message if you got the physical version of Sonic Colors Ultimate on the Switch. Because if that game is still unpatched when you go get it and you have to do an update, that means your copy still has the seizure glitch and they didn't, you know, delay the game for any other reason other than logistics, you know? So I'm just disappointed. I could go on all day, but I'm not going to. In fact, I think I have gone on all day. <laughs> uh, moving back on to some uh, 
news, however, which is uh, that the Xbox version of Pac-Man World Rally was leaked, along with other Dreamcast and Xbox prototypes for Crazy Taxi and a couple of F1 games, I believe, and uh, I think there was another game as well that was quite well noted, uh, but it, it's just escaping me. But Pac-Man World Rally was the one that interested me the most because it's an xbox version of it which was never released on the xbox pac-man world rally so matt because i know you're the pac maniac in the room uh <laughs> tell me all about it what do you think of it i think it's interesting why they didn't release the final version on the xbox is way beyond me but yeah i find it really interesting as well i can say the same and I believe there's also a new Baldi's Basics Plus coming out. For people that don't know what Baldi's Basics is, it's a horror game based off of a very low-budget educational game, Sonic Schoolhouse. And there's going to be a new version, so guys, talk to me all about it. Oh, sure, I would like to talk about it. Uh, pretty much, uh, I'm pretty sure around uh, 2018, uh, Miss Man 12 did like some like a Kickstarter for... Uh, Baldi's Basics because of how uh, successful the original game was, and the Kickstarter was successfully funded, and he started working on uh, the full Baldi's Basics game, which was uh, Baldi's Basics Plus. It's pretty much uh, the same as like the classic Baldi's Basics, but all the levels are pretty much randomly generated, mm. and it comes with like different types of levels. I wouldn't say it's like Baldi Classic because uh, it's got like heavy differences from Baldi Classic. I mean, yeah, but the gameplay is very quite similar, except there are some big changes that's different from Classic. Oh yeah, like the uh, You Can Think Bed was replaced with the Math Machine. Yeah, probably because it makes it easier for, like, console players because you can't really type with a controller. And plus, maybe it gives it, like, Sonic Schoolhouse vibes, because, I mean, in Sonic Schoolhouse, it has, like, these things, like, you have to grab a balloon and then you put it on the chalkboard and see if it's the right answer and all that. <laughs> What console is this actually coming out on? PC. I mean, it's right for right now, it's in early access, so it's in PC, but eventually it'll be added into uh, other consoles, such as Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, Switch. Ooh, now that sounds quite interesting. Matt, what do you think of this? I think it's cool. Yep. I think it's awesome. <laughs> and additionally, there's also other things coming to Baldi's Basics Plus, like... Uh, recently, I think, actually, I think it was around, like, March, uh, he did a, uh, Miss Man did a, uh, Baldi's Basics three-year anniversary presentation where he talked about, uh, what he's gonna be doing for future, for, for, for future work for Baldi's Basics Plus, and he also announced that he's gonna be doing, uh, a remastered version of Baldi's Basics Classic titled Cl Baldi's Basics Classic Remastered. And also in the, uh, presentation, he also mentioned that Baldi's Basics Plus will also be coming to... Mobile and surprisingly, virtual reality. Woo! Really? Yep. Baldi's Basics VR. That sounds very interesting. That sounds epic. Sounds awesome. I would love to see Baldi's Baldi jump scaring me in VR. <laughs> or more preferably, Johnny, I would love for you to mod the VR version and have Murray jump scare me. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> oh, go after you, you piece of crap. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, uh, will someone do it? <laughs> 
<laughs> about the VR thing, I would love to try out VR, let alone VR chat. Yeah, me me too, honestly. I, I honestly would love to try out virtual reality games. They look sound really cool. Yeah. I've tried virtual reality games, and uh, they've given me motion sickness. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I've, try I've tried them before. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I do see the, the appeal for it. I do, for, for sure. One more thing. Uh, one of the characters in Baldi's Basics Plus, um, he bas there's basically a new feature in Plus where uh, there's a character that runs a shop where you can buy items, and there's also ways you can buy, like, um, uh, the, like, you can, uh, pretty much, uh, fill out your map for the, like, for the level. So basically, you just buy it so your map will be filled up while you play the level, so you don't have to, like, fill it up as you play. And funny thing is, um, the character that runs the shop is named Johnny. Which is my name, which I find so <laughs> funny. Maybe he did see Murray's Basics. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny if he did that would be legendary i mean if murray cook has heard about it thanks to me interviewing him and telling him all about your amazing murray stuff uh i'm pretty sure you know who knows maybe he did see us <laughs> i mean i mean my name actually does appear in the credits in baldy's basics plus because i uh, donated to the kickstarter two like three years ago well, there you go. There you, there you go. Johnny's even in the credits of this game. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're coming kind of close to the end of the program, so we might as well sort of finish it off with sort of any other games that we're looking forward to. So, guys, is there any other games that you're looking forward to that is coming out later? Um, honestly, I don't really know. Uh, I don't have a specific pick. Splatoon 3. Yeah, definitely Splatoon 3. Even if I've never played Splatoon 2. I've only played the first. Well, as for myself, uh, not really much that I'm looking forward to. Uh, there's a couple of, uh, secret games that I know about, uh, that, uh, I'm looking forward to quite a lot. Um, but, uh, other than that, there's not really much I'm really looking forward to. Uh, maybe the, the Sonic 2022 game? But we've heard nothing about it, so, you know, what is there to expect? Wait, wasn't uh, the wasn't the name, like, leaked or something? Yeah, it was leaked as Sonic Rangers. Yeah. So that's pretty much the only thing I'm really looking forward to, if I'm honest with you. And that is it for the game show for this time. Guys, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Johnny, where can people find you? Uh, well, you can find me pretty much, uh, almost anywhere. You can find me on, uh, YouTube, like, just my, I, I actually have quite plenty of channels, honestly. I mean, I should not have this many channels, but, uh, I mean, there are some channels that I mostly need for some other content. So, I have multiple channels you can check out. Um, I have a Twitter, um, and some, uh, other social media platforms you can check me out. Like, Game, you can, you can even check me out on Game Joel, Itch.io. You can find me almost anywhere. I have uh, multiple usernames, but my most frequent frequently one is uh, Angry Bird Man 03. Like that's my OG name. Matt, what about you? Me? You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Game Banana under the username Cosmic Tunes. And Terrence, what about you? I'm on YouTube as Terra15, 
Twitter as Terra15Media, GameBanana as TerraGB, um, <laughs> I, I, I have a lot to cite, but, uh, I'm also Terra15 on Newgrounds. Mm, Newgrounds. And you can find me simply on YouTube under the name Jack Lucas Caffrey. And with that, it is time to end. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back with James Goulding and Jack Gibney and the fourth presenter of the game show, hopefully in November. But from me for now, and from Matt, Johnny, and Terrence, we're, we're out of here. here. Bye. What? What would I? What would I?